Hello, this is Abigail on the A Big Well podcast. I am on a microphone. I don't know if you can tell a difference in the sound, if it sounds better or worse to you, but I decided to pull the microphone out. We've been carrying the, it's called a Yeti microphone, I believe, around all across the country. Will's been begging me to start a, a podcast, a podcast. But it just hasn't been the t right time yet. And fortunately, we're on day 11. Is it 11? Episode 12? I don't know. We'll know by the end of this. Um, well, let me check. We have how many episodes here? After, I never know. Like, I post every morning and I update every morning what the next, what this episode number is and I always forget wow 27 five star ratings that's awesome thank you so much to everybody who did that because I don't think I even asked so that's super cool surprise love that um so today's episode was about gymnastics and getting bored is good for you and that was episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So the tenth one. This is the eleventh one. Nice. Really, this is cool. And I was thinking, like, I love how I don't how these episodes aren't too long right now because I can just like talk a little bit about everything every time if I need to and I know I'll repeat myself sometimes but I don't know this is like a personal diary I just really like recording and keeping up with everything that I'm doing and talking about my goals and I don't know it's kind of therapeutic I'm drinking a Coke right now, but I also have a gallon of spring water next to me that I'm determined to finish. So make sure you got your water, got some kind of liquid, and sip on it while we're hanging out. So I'm going to be home a few days. I've got all my packaging out in front of me. I just want to make sure that everything's in front of me and nothing is put away just so it's sometimes I'm very out of sight out of mind type person so for instance I have a dog her name's Lucy um my mom got her whenever we were I was in the 10th grade or the 11th grade I don't know I was coming back from Europe I went to Europe in high school on a school trip and they had a dog they had bought a dog while I was gone so we it's a wiener dog her name's lucy and i love her but i don't really think about her a lot because it would really make me sad but i don't mean to not think about her like i just don't but i'm really glad that i don't because she's so sweet and she's so cute and i wonder if she misses me or like ever thinks about me or wonders when i'm coming back because <laughs> i swear like whenever i'm around her we're just just, I don't know her besties. She's so sweet to me. and She's just so lov lovable. She's really lazy and she's constantly needing to watch her diet. Like every time mom takes her to the vet, 
most times they say that she needs to lose some weight but she's happy I think like she seems I don't know why she wouldn't be um she eats a lot she sleeps a lot and she like lives in Georgia sometimes she lives in New York sometimes she's got the light she's just got it made oh to be Lucy Lucy girl I miss her have y'all ever seen the Farrah and Farrah dude on billboards? He's got a mustache and glasses. Okay, so there's also this woman who plays, who cosplays Ted Cruz on Saturday Night Live. And I can't remember her name. This feels kind of disrespectful because she's really funny. Anyways, I feel like Farrah and Farrah guy that's on all these billboards up and down the um, southeast is like cosplaying Ted Cruz. Just just think about it and just look around. Billboards are crazy. Billboards are so crazy. Um, where was I headed? I was headed towards South Carolina and just like... <laughs> They're so crazy, right? Like, imagine never having heard of Jesus or, like, any... I guess it would be kind of impossible to not have heard of God and Jesus in Georgia or South Carolina. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. Is it... Do you think that everyone in the South has heard of church? Because there's so many everywhere but just say you haven't maybe you're new here maybe you just like and oh my gosh I know in the north because I have some friends that tell me their perspective on church and tell me how like how they were raised and it was different oh, we got a snapchat from my mom and it would be like so weird for people in Washington above California to have a sign or I mean I'm, this is what I'm assuming it would be weird for people there to have a sign that says like confess your faith or confess your sins to Jesus or go to hell or like there are like crazy signs on billboards crazy but just it's like I almost killed myself killed myself driving because I got so distracted by these billboards like and it's like really does this have to be on the highway in bright red letters right now at two o'clock in the afternoon I don't know is this just me mm. But I did see just like random billboards with sunflowers on it. No words, no nothing. They just wanted to put a sunflower on the billboard. And honestly, I think that's a great use of the space. Yeah, I'm still kind of congested. Um, I feel like you can really hear my breathing now that I have a microphone. Like that's going to be something. Because I'm not going to edit the breathing the, the breathing out I'm just gonna okay the universe loves courage I read that or I heard that in a video I heard that in a video the other day 
you guys can hear my every move oh my gosh and um there's like a engine being worked on for an old timey car so that's probably what you also hear but this is about as silent as i can get it unless i record at night which i will very well do just to give you guys some peace during this podcast because i know that it can be really noisy in the background but the universe deserves <laughs> you deserve to be courageous and the universe praises courage yeah that's kind of what i took away from the original statement which was the universe loves courage and what does that mean whenever you step out on a limb and you do something that requires you to be brave and courageous there will be good return out of that i really do believe that and i don't have like i'm not going to try to make you believe that i'm not because you'll see it for yourself i feel like if you're listening to this podcast you're probably open to like intuitive living and spiritual spirituality spirituality oh my goodness well i can really hear myself whenever i'm speaking into this microphone which is like helping me with my pronunciation and i think the pronunciation is actually the speech problem I just got to take my time and learn how to really pronounce my words so I don't have to stutter and think about how words are pronounced. Because the thing is, is I'm not going to think about how the words are pronounced. I'm just going to try to keep saying it until I get eventually get it out. Maybe I am. Maybe it is something to do with me not being able to pronounce words always properly. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit sunburnt, so my back's itching. Oh driving over a bridge so this is my thing with bridges i i don't remember when my bridge fear kind of started to develop and it's hit or miss like i can i can avoid the fear like if i'm going over a bridge and i'm in the back of the van or if i'm not driving like i can just act like i'm not there but for some reason bridges really scare me because I feel as if the earth owes me nothing to be still for those bridges to like stand always and forever. Like what does the earth owe me to hold the bridge? And I hope I didn't unlock a new fear for some of you, but it is something to consider whenever you're, you're asking your friend, why are you scared of bridges? Well, this is why I'm a little frightened by them. Okay, water. My mouth is dry. I just feel like between me and the earth, we have no contract that it should uphold the bridge while I drive over it. So I don't see why I should put my faith in it to do so. This is probably an irrational fear. I don't even know how many people die a year. How many bridges? How many bridges collapse in a year? We're going to see what Google says. Okay, so between 87 and 202, 222, based on the data. Okay, my eyes just immediately go to these numbers, but... 
based on the data export exploitation. A hundred and twenty-eight, dude. A hundred an expected value of a hundred and twenty-eight. Bridges fall a year? How many bridges collapse a year? There's no way that's true in the U.S. Because wouldn't a lot of people die? Wouldn't we hear about this? Reporting 47,000 structurally deficient bridges. This is not making me feel any better in the United States. I'm gonna manifest like my death being a, over a bridge. Okay, I need to get off of this. This is like deadliest bridge collapse. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know. I didn't know. How would I like to die? Mm, obviously, fast. But I feel like a very noble way to die would be to, like, after you've lived a long, fulfilled life, you've, like, accomplished your purpose for being here. And I watched this in the show Vikings. Sorry, I was away from the microphone. I forget, because normally the microphone's right at my chest. I watched this show Vikings and Bjorn's wife, which, Bjorn, there's Ragnar, Lagertha, Ragnar was the king of the Vikings, which is Scandinavia, and Bjorn was Ragnar's son. Y'all really should watch this show if you're into, like, learning. It's obviously kind of a rough skit of what this might have been like, but it gives you a really interesting perspective about how people used to live, because I'll, I'll get to my other point, but Bjorn in the show leaves... Um, basically to just be by himself and figure out his life. And that's what's kind of expected of the people there whenever you grow up and you turn like a certain age. I don't know if it was 18 or 16 or 25 or I don't know. I don't remember how old um, the king's son was whenever he left and went on his I guess you could say his journey. Um, this was, like I was saying, this was expected of kids to go out into the world and to live and figure out if they could live on their own by themselves and fend for yourself. Because whenever you go out and you do that, you come back with a different kind of confidence and definitely a different kind of mindset. So it's very, very good. And I, I think that we're getting back to that way of life every day because van life makes it more accessible to go and live in, the, in in this economy and it's just a different version of how they did it back in i don't know how long ago this was so ragnar you guys really should watch it because ragnar and lagertha have this amazing relationship and i mean it's kind of crazy but I, they, it's just such a good movie um Let's see, I'm going to Google Vikings time period. 793 AD, 1066. Okay, so the 9th and 11th century Vikings time period. It's almost like since it was that far ago, 
how did they make a movie about that? But I guess because we have like translations and stones were like drawn into to translate for that kind of stuff. So wow, yeah, this movie it's a I mean it's amazing. Um, the hair, the braiding is amazing. All the actors are very attractive. Super fun to watch with a partner. If you have a partner, you guys should definitely watch that show together. Um, but yeah, Bjorn and How to Di- How I Want to Die, or I don't know if this is how I want to die, but this is a very interesting. Um, Bjorn's wife, who was also a queen, died after she completed her mission. Her she felt like it was her her time to go. Um, just by going into the ocean and swimming into the ocean, but like, like the show made it look so magical and so magical and amazing, and just like she looks so fearless. But imagine going into the ocean and just like you're gonna either drown, you're either gonna get eaten by a shark, like unknowingly just going out there you're like I'm gonna die I don't know how but it's gonna definitely gonna be painful like how else is it supposed to be because you're you could get very hot and your skin's gonna blister like I don't know I just really thought I think about that scene sometimes and I'm just like first glance I was like wow that's beautiful like that's a way to go out and everyone just waved and she dove into the ocean and never never to be seen again so I thought that was super that people back then were weird we've evolved to not be as strange or maybe like we're desensitized to the strangeness or maybe the strangeness is just different than what it looks like looked like years ago but imagine showing um I, I love the TikToks and tweets that say, if I could go back in time, this is the first thing I'm showing a pilgrim or the first thing that I'm showing somebody. What's the first thing that you would show somebody? First of all, I would make them try these spicy, sweet, chili Doritos. Spicy, chili, sweet. The purple bag. I would say, have some of these. And then they would probably, like, start flying in the air because like what have our bodies even adapted to that much salt at that point in time because obviously their bodies would be like you couldn't you no way you could bring somebody from 200 years ago into today and be like eat this McDonald's they would die. They would die. Because their body, like, over time, generations of families and whatever, like, adapts and gets used to different toxicities. And fast food is, like, not food compared to what people were probably eating 200 years ago. Hmm. My worst fear is that I'm actually going to bore you guys to death on one of these podcasts. Like, please let me know if the topics are so uninteresting or if, like, the setup is uninteresting. Um, 
I read occasionally. Like, I've had a few books I've been just going through the last six months, and they're mostly all nonfiction and science and, um, I don't know, just like, not one of them is an American author, I don't believe. Paula Coelho, Don Miguel Ruiz has a set of books. I don't know if he has more than. I just know of his. He has like a set of books that um, is a practical guide to the art of a relationship. The Mastery of Love is one of them, and it's um, one of the sets. What is the other one? Um, The Four Agreements. I've read that one and I listened to it on YouTube. You can listen to these books on YouTube. On YouTube. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, you can definitely stream these on YouTube. But I want to read something to you. Sorry, that was so graphic. But um, I like to read The Alchemist and this book just whenever like I've read both well I've read The Mastery of Love a couple times just cause it's just that good um but here we go so in this book he's talking about the track of love and the track of fear and these are two tracks that you can live in every day are you living in the track of love or are you living in the track of fear I know that there's a lot of different emotions in between those two things but those are the two main ones that you could probably identify identify every day with okay we are talking about relationships at this part of the book page 70 to master a relationship is all about you the first step is to become aware to know what everyone dreams to know that everyone dreams his own dream once you know this you can be responsible for your half of the relationship which is you if you know that you are only responsible for your half of the relationship you can easily control your half it is not up to us to control the other half if we have respect we know that our partner or our friend or our son or our mother is completely responsible for his or her own half if we respect the other half there's only going to be peace in that relationship and there's no war next if you know what love is and what fear is you become aware of the way that you communicate your dream to others the quality of your communication depends upon the choices you make in each moment whether you tune your emotional body to love or to fear and I feel like this is where I mess up because as much as I like to think that I am growing as a person, if you put me in a certain environment, my body still reacts in a very negative way. And that's something that I'm aware of and I need to work on because I need to be living in the track of love and not the track of fear, even if I feel like I can't control what's going on. I definitely can. Um, if you catch yourself in the track of fear, just by having that awareness, you can shift your attention into the track of love. Just by seeing where you are, just by changing your attention, everything around, everything around you will change. Finally, if you're aware that no one else can make you happy and that happiness is the result of love coming out of you, this becomes the greatest mastery of the Toltecs, the mastery of love. The mastery of love. 
So, yeah, you guys should grab this book or listen to it on um, YouTube. It's got some good... It just brings... It lifts my spirit up a lot, too. Oh, my gosh. To read something like this. So, I would read The Alchemist if you're feeling studious and wanting to just, like, really dive into a cool story. But I would read The Mastery of Love if you just need a good reminder and pick me up. Like, it's like a good little feel-good service. And I think it's good to keep both of these books on you because you never know whenever you're going to need it. Hmm. I went to Walmart today and put my books up. Cleaned out the van a little bit. It's all set up. So this week I'll be here recording the podcast in the van. And I went to Walmart and I got some 12 grains and seeds bread. It's so good. I love biting into bread and I can taste the seeds. Um, And then I got turkey, pepper jack cheese, and some spicy Doritos. Oh yeah, I wanted to say the Toltec people, I think, originated from Mexico. They were artists and craftsmen known for that, known for their sculptures and these books originated from them and their culture so i wanted to point that out google toltec statues something in me just made me want to go to hobby lobby today and i found some beads and charms that i'm gonna make some jewelry with and i'm super excited gosh you guys have no idea how good it feels to feel so good like being in the sun these past few days have been so good for me I felt motivated, I felt inspired, like it It just felt so good and I'm so excited for summertime because I'm ready to work and I'm ready to like just, I don't know, be in the sun and traveling again because I feel better about myself, like I feel like I'm definitely in a better headspace than I was like five months over the winter time. Winter time really does a number on me. We had gotten in the van, we were going west, but I was just like doing the minimum just to get by and to see the country. (coughs) Gosh, wow, my chest is burning. But we saw the country, we went west, like I literally did it, I did it. And now I'm back and I'm ready to work again. The break has been good. But I'm ready. The just the winter time really beat me up. It bent me over and hit me a lot, very hard. But that's okay because that's why summertime's here. And we're gonna train ourselves this summer to be even better business people, even better um, workers, even better artists, even better podcasters, even better YouTubers. We're gonna train ourselves this summer, so. We can be prepared for whenever winter comes and on those very sad days. And the summertime, there are sad days too, but come on, it's it's a little bit better whenever the sun is warm and on your face. For me, anyways, I hope that's how it is for you because wintertime is a little... It's tough. It's tough, and then you have, like, other situations that make it even harder and it's just like sun the sun will come out tomorrow 
That's what you have to just keep telling yourself. The sun will come out tomorrow. But I'm so glad that I have friends that also feel the need to get like send a video of themselves going, Hey, I'm so sorry I didn't respond to your text. Um, it's not anything that you did, I'm just busy, da da da, da like and I'm the same way, but also I I'm also like you don't have to text me that, like I completely understand. So I feel like once we get that understanding that we're both like that, it's always cool. But I don't know, some of the I, I love just being able to catch up with somebody and there not being any pressure or any guilty feelings about not talking in the in-between because that's just like fun everyone can just go live their life and then we can meet somewhere in the middle and hang out um let's look at some memes we're on twitter and the first tweet on my feed goes rappers be like i'm sipping lean you sipping water okay that's fine bro like it's really no problem um, judgment requires experience, but can be built faster by learning foundational skills. Judgment requires experience, but can be built faster by learning foundational skills. Huh? Okay, um, next. I'm a hoe for a routine. Yes, the same salad every day for six months straight. Thank you so much, says SZA. Yes, I'm the same way. I love, like, I fixate on certain foods. Like, I know y'all have heard me say Waldorf, Waldorf salad. Between all my social medias, probably 112 times. Saw Pete Davidson last live last night, and he read three jokes off his iPhone and left. Exactly how I would do stand-up comedy. 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 <laughs> After 19 years, the Ellen Show will finally end on May 26th. Someone quotes it and goes, Finally, some good news. <laughs> okay, Twitter's not that funny today. Maybe I'm not that funny today. Um... I'm going to have to listen to this back, and this is going to be a little bit painful. Hopefully not. I try to listen to it at least once, get all the way through it before I post it. But I feel like y'all don't judge me, so I shouldn't judge myself too hard. Um, I love you. This is being recorded the day before. It's actually 3.13 on a Friday. Happy Saturday. Get some sun. Drink some water. I love you. And have the best day ever. You deserve everything good that's coming to you. You deserve everything good that you've gotten. Don't let anybody tell you differently. And especially let your mind be a nice place to be. Because you deserve to be happy everywhere you go. And you're in your mind all the time. So let it be nice to you. Don't let it beat you up too hard. Bye.